Welcome to Chilling with Teddy G, an authentic black channel empowering the black community and capturing the modern day black reality through investigative journalism. I'm your host, Teddy G. Hey, brothers, I want to tell you about a website called blackmenszone.com. Now, Black Men Zone is a site that specifically targets black men. It's a place where black men talk about issues that solely affect them. Now, at Black Men's Zone, the topics will range from news to society, sports, technology, business, food and recipes. You know, some you know, you know brothers got to cook too. Gaming, and some of your brothers like doing some of that. Health and fitness, you know, got to get your workout on. Music, movies, and many other topics. Now, there's not many forums around these days for black men, and because black men have to create them. Now, this particular website is more of a forum based something simple not social media you can write what you need to write say what you need to say get on get off pretty quick but if you're interested brothers to at least go there and i want you to check it out engage in the topics go to blackmenzone.com sign up for an account and get engaged in the conversation Hello to all of my melanated kings and queens, my brothers and sisters in Africa and South Africa, and to my large listening audience around the globe. I welcome each and every one of you back to another episode of CWTG. As you know, I am Teddy G, your host, and on this channel, ladies and gentlemen, we discuss anything and everything with absolutely what? That's right. No sugar, no frosting. And definitely no damn mayonnaise. So, ladies and gentlemen, on our segment today is Let's Talk About It, where we talk about uh, subject matters that are important to you. And we're going to go to one of our affiliates and our queen sister, Amadai Shakur, talking about these uh, officers, ladies and gentlemen, whose gunfire killed a an uh, eight-year-old uh, uh, black girl, but the two teens who uh, started the uh, situation was charged with their murder, although their their uh, actions did not cause the death of this young girl, but their actions precipitated the uh, gunfires that the police officers uh, decided to do that ended up killing this uh, a young eight-year-old girl. Now, we're going to get right into this story, ladies and gentlemen, as soon as we do our uh, housekeeping, because you know it's a must that we keep the dirty laundry clean at the studios of Chilling with Teddy G clean with the Copyright Disclaimer Act of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107. Allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, on this segment of uh, Let's Talk About It, we're going to one of our affiliates, the Queen Amadai Shakur TV show, who has a uh, successful uh, program on uh, YouTube and has uh, several different uh, platforms. And I encourage you guys to go and um, check her out. 
to Queen Amadai Shakur. And in this, uh, 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 she gives her opinion, ladies and gentlemen, and commentary on the fact that she believes that these uh, officers should be charged with um, the murder of this child. Because you know in the divided snakes of America, ladies and gentlemen, if you are in the commission of some type of felony or crime, um, you are subjected to get charged with um, uh, the, uh, the murder if that happens in the commission of your felony, even though you didn't commit the uh, felony, you can be charged with the crime of uh, murder, which is what's happening in this case. And let me tell y'all something too. Let's get this straight. I am, um, and I am in favor of, uh, of that when you do something that caused the death of someone, even though you're not the uh, trigger man, let's say, uh, in that case, but if what you done caused that to happen, sure, I'm in agreement that that should happen. But we know all too well, ladies and gentlemen, in the uh, privileged Mzungu nation, uh, it happens all the time to where these uh, Mzungus, in this case, some, some law enforcement race soldiers, uh, fired into a car that they believe was the one that um, precipitated the events, but they were not. The vehicle wasn't involved, the people in the vehicle wasn't involved, but yet the, the individuals in the vehicle were subsequently uh, wounded and uh, killed. Okay, so these teenagers, they, they got the, they, they should be responsible. Okay, but I don't think that you should hold the in total responsibility on someone who committed these crimes and, uh, and, and, and because of qualified immunity, because of these uh, laws and regulations that they have, that you shouldn't be held responsible. Oh, come on. I just, I'm not in agreement with that. All right. These officers should be charged as well as the individuals who precipitated the melee from the very beginning. I believe that they should be accountable for, um, what they started as well as the officers now who listen let's look at this clear who are trained professionals okay and are supposed to conduct themselves in a professional manner to where you are to protect and serve and you're supposed to do all that you can to preserve life and not take it you you are or um you take an oath to protect and serve. You take an oath to protect the Constitution. You take an oath to do the best that you can at your job with uh, the, uh, the minimal amount of casualties. But that's not what happened in this case, ladies and gentlemen. When you start firing into a car, you're not even sure that uh, the car that you're firing into are the perpetrators of the crime. And then in the events of that happening, you end up killing someone. And rather than you taking uh, responsibility or the police department, law enforcement department taking responsibility for what they've done, no, you pass the buck. You say, no, they started it or whatever and whatnot. We're going to charge them with the crime 
and you guys are going to go home and walk free even though you are the ones who have just killed a eight-year-old black uh, female. And it doesn't matter that the color was black. It just happened to be in this case, ladies and gentlemen. But I don't care whether the child was um, Hispanic, Asian, white, nor whatever. But you guys um, committed a crime that if you were a melanated individual, whether you were law enforcement or a citizen or someone with some type of uh, military training, you committed a crime of uh, um, killing someone, oh, they're going to hold you accountable with some type of charge. Oh, I don't care if it's a, a um, manslaughter. I don't care where if it's uh, involuntary uh, manslaughter or murder or whatnot. You, you're going to get charged, and you're probably going to end up getting uh, convicted. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I want to go to the Queen Amadash Shakur TV show and let you let her talk about this uh, uh, subject. But let's understand one thing, that this young child was killed after uh, two teenagers had been um, charged with her murder in connection with the events that transposed at a, uh, a football game. And... Uh, Fanta uh, Bailey's death after they started a shootout near a uh, Philadelphia game on uh, August 22nd. I mean, this is according to prosecutors, all right? Now, but Fanta did not die at the hands of the people who they are charging with uh, her death. They died at the hands of of these police officers who decided to uh, just say, okay, you know what? We're going to pick this vehicle. We're going to shoot at this vehicle. We're going to stop whoever's in here and uh, with deadly force. And they brought about the dem demise of a uh, young uh, native black American, eight-year-old girl. And they don't want to... Uh, charge these officers, these law enforcement race soldiers, in my personal opinion, as I've told y'all many times on this show, with the crime that they have uh, committed. Let's go directly to the Queen Amadai Shakur and uh, let's talk about it. Hello, Grand Rise and Beloveds. Thanks for tuning in once again to the Queen Amadai Shakur TV show. I'm your host, Queen Amadai Shakur, and this is your first morning wake-up call. So let's get into it. So listen, this is a story about the police fatally shooting an eight-year-old black girl, and they got off with it, and in fact, two teenagers were charged with the murder. So let's talk about it. So after two teenage boys exchanged gunfire outside a football game in Philadelphia in a suburb, the police opened fire and killed an eight-year-old girl. Now the teenagers are then charged with the crime. Because as I told you before, if you're in the commission of a felony and then someone is killed, even if the police kill them, you can be charged with that murder. Now this has happened numerous of times with black people, but I've also told you the incident where the white guy took his six-year-old son who had autism, by the way, took him on a high-speed chase with police in, police in pursuit. And when the police blocked him in, 
He tried to ram his car into them, so they shot him in proof of their lives. It was a black cop and a Hispanic cop. And so the six-year-old child, who the police didn't even know was in the back seat, was killed. Now, oh, I'm glad she mentioned that, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going to do that on a, another episode where uh, and when this happened, I told them that they're going to lock that black police officer up. Well, they ended up locking up both of them, okay? But now the Hispanic, uh, uh, the white Hispanic cop is, is free. And he's at home right now. But the, uh, the uh, native black American cop who committed that crime, he's still in jail. With, with 70 something years that he still got to do. Now you tell me that this is a fair and impartial justice system here in this uh, divided snakes of America? No, ladies and gentlemen, it is not. This, uh, that man is still in jail for the uh, crime of uh, shooting that uh, a child when they were doing their duty. Okay, and th this uh, 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 Mzungu rammed his car into them, you know, causing bodily harm. When there's one time that you can actually say that the uh, cops were in fear for their life, this was it. But rather than uh, get qualified immunity or get of the uh, normal privileges that Mzungus get. Oh no, this black cop get, didn't get that. He's he's still in jail right now while his uh, co-worker, his, his counterpart is uh, free. Who did like a year and a half or two years or whatnot and now he's free. But I'm going to, uh, we're going to talk about it ladies and gentlemen on another episode but I just felt that it was necessary for me to bring those points out to you to show you the injustice in what they call the uh, justice system. Let's get back to the Queen Amadash Shakur. The father was completely responsible because first of all he shouldn't have been on a high speed chase with his child in the back seat. And second of all, he was absolutely in the commission of a felony when he went on the high-speed chase and also when he tried to ram his car into the police, trying to kill them. But nevertheless, the father did get charged, uh, I'm sure because he's Mayo, but the police did. One of them got 40 years. I told you all that story before. So anyway, it began, according to prosecutors, when two teenage boys were carrying a grudge between them and they had guns to settle it. Now, they exchanged gunfire outside of a high school football stadium just as the game was winding down in the suburbs of Philadelphia. It ended with the death of an eight-year-old girl named Fanta Billity. She was killed not by the two boys, but by a barrage of bullets unleashed by three police officers on the scene who began firing toward a car they mistakenly believed was the source of the gunshots. Now, first of all, that's just reckless and real stupid because at the end of the day, why would the police just open fire? It's bad enough you have these two stupid teenagers shooting, but then the police are going to add to the melee. So anyway, the little girl was killed. So now more than two months after the fatal police shooting that shook the small town of Sharon Hill, criminal charges have been brought in the case, but not against the three officers. The two teenage boys have been charged with first-degree murder for setting in motion the events that led to the death of a girl. And she's the daughter, by the way, of West African immigrants who was uh, who were attending the game to watch her sister, who's a cheerleader, and her cousin, who's one of the football players. Now, the decision by prosecutors to charge the two teenagers, even though they did not fire the shot to kill the girl, while allowing the officers to get completely off and to keep their jobs, 
Well, this stirred outrage in the community and angered her family, who worried that police will ultimately evade accountability. Well, that's something that's all too commonplace, and we should all know that by now. I do think that the teens should absolutely have been held partially responsible. They should have been charged with something, um, but not for first-degree murder. At the end of the day, if they're going to be charged with the death of the girl, they should have been properly charged with involuntary manslaughter. But the police absolutely should have been charged with something. But that's yet again the system that we have to deal with. So they say, the charges rely on a legal theory known as transferred intent, which prosecutors believe applies in this case because they say the two teenagers had intended to kill each other. And the result of their actions was Fanta's death. But experts say prosecutors are stretching the definition of transferred intent and could have difficulty making the charges stand up in court. Listen, I don't think they're going to have any difficulty because at the end of the day, these teenagers were black. The little girl who was murdered was black. So nobody really cares about black people, as we all know. And at the end of the day, what they do care about is keeping police from being responsible to held accountable for the things that they do. That was just all reckless endangerment at the end of the day. I don't know why the police would open fire. Like I said, you know, letting off a barrage of bullets when there's numerous people standing around. And I'm sure the little eight-year-old girl that was killed, Fensibility, I'm sure there were numerous other children around as well. So that was just putting numerous people at risk. But they don't get any type of punishment nor consequences. And like I said, they still have their jobs. So prosecutors say that the police's role in the in Fanta's death is still under investigation and that a grand jury will begin reviewing the case on November the 18th. Okay, so that was yesterday. So that it may be determined whether the police officer's use of deadly force was justified. And that's according to District Attorney Jack Stahlsteimer of Delaware County. Uh, that's what he said in the statement. He also said, I ask for the community's continued patience as the grand jury undertakes this investigation. Now, Philip M. Stinson, a professor of criminal justice at Bowling Green State University, who studies police violence, said it sounds like a lot of smoke and mirrors to deflect from police accountability. He also added, it makes no sense to shoot into a moving vehicle. Absolutely. And here's the thing. Now, they shot at the vehicle that they thought was the source of the gunfire. But at the end of the day, did they even know who was all in the vehicle? That, again, is reckless endangerment. There could have been children in the vehicle for all they knew. Now, just because these two teens who were clearly ignorant, just because they're doing something so stupid, the police should not have just let off all, the, all that um, fire. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't make any sense to me. So they go on to say that Bruce L. Castor Jr., the attorney for the Billy family, who has filed a lawsuit on its behalf against the city of Sharon Hill and its police department, said the girl's parents were angered to see the charges against teenagers. He said the family believed that the charges were a smokescreen designed to shield the police from legal consequences for killing their child. The family, through, doc, uh, through Mr. Castor, Castor, declined to comment. Now, Castor, who's a former acting attorney general of Pennsylvania, who was one of former President Donald Trump's defense lawyers uh, during his second impeachment trial, said that he believed a conviction of the two teenagers would be difficult at trial. He also said, I'm not surprised that the district attorney was that aggressive, but I likely wished him well. I don't immediately see how the doctrine of transferred intent applies under these circumstances. Now, the shooting began on the evening of August 27th, just as the last minutes were ticking off the clock of the season opening football game at Academy Park High School. Spectators were already streaming for exits. 
On the radio, the announcer was given the final score. It was a 42 to zero win for the home team. And that's when the burst of gunshots were hot were heard. On the field, players hit the ground seeking safety. Prosecutors say a dispute that erupted during the game between the two boys, one age 16 and the other age 18, and their group of friends. That's how it all started and then escalated. They say one of them flashed a gun that was nestled in his waistband as he left the game and later pulled it out and began shooting toward the other group of teenagers. Clearly, this is so stupid. Like, who is raising these devils? What are they doing with guns on school property anyway? So anyway, the other boy having run to his car to retrieve a 9mm Taurus pistol, he returned fire and wounded a bystander, a witness told investigators. A group of police officers about 140 feet away fired 25 shots in return, killing Fanta and wounding three other people, including an older sister. Now, the gunfight between the teenagers, uh, Mr. Stahlsteimer said in the statement, precipitated the responsive discharge of weapons by police officers stationed near the entrance to the football stadium. The case experts say reflects one of the less discussed ways that law can shield the police from accountability when officers kill someone, but murder charges are brought against others who were on the scene and may have been may have participated in separate criminal acts that instigated the police response. Now, they say the main issue here is that the police were negligent and breached their duty by showing up and shooting into a crowd. This is what Dan Kozije of Delco uh, resists which is a local social justice organization that was formed last year in the wake of the police murdering of George Floyd. He says, now they are trying to take the easy route by pinning this murder on two young boys rather than taking accountability for their own actions. I would tell you like this, those two young boys are not innocent in this. They absolutely need to be held responsible. They actually did set into motion all of the events that transpired. But you would think that, see, these are teenagers who are clearly stupid. And we shouldn't expect much from them because, after all, teenagers don't even have a fully developed frontal lobe until they're about 25 years old. So clearly they're not uh, usually capable of making the best decisions. Police officers, however, they are. So they should have taken more precaution and not been so callous as to just start shooting with all of these innocent people standing around exactly. and, and running for cover and all of that. Exactly. At the end of the day, the teenagers and the police all should be charged. The cops should be charged with murder or at least reckless endangerment and uh, manslaughter. Absolutely. The teens, they should be charged with involuntary manslaughter. Absolutely. I mean, clearly they went there. They had intentions of killing and they were going to kill one another. And then one of them shot towards a group of other teens. So they absolutely should be in jail right where they are. But what they shouldn't be in jail for is a first-degree murder charge while the police get off scot-free. That's just my take on that. So anyway, BuzzFeed News, in an investigation that was published in August, reported on several similar cases around the country. Now, often in these cases, prosecutors invoke the so-called felony murder trial, I'm sorry, felony murder rule, which in some states allows for murder charges against someone who committed a felony that resulted in death, even if the person had no intent of killing anyone. Now, in one case in 2019 in Phoenix, police officers pulled over a car because they suspected the four occupants of committing a robbery. When one of them fled, the police shot him dead. The three others were then charged with his murder, while the police were not held accountable. And as the legal process plays out, State Senator Anthony H. Williams, whose district includes Sharon Hill, um, he asked for everyone to stay calm. Mr. Williams said he felt blindsided and betrayed when the charges were announced. 
since he said he had been in discussions about the case with the district attorney's office. He says they were not individuals who shot the little girl. How they were not the individuals who shot the little girl. How in God's name you can go from not charging individuals who were involved to charging individuals who were not involved is an exclamation point for the system to be changed, not reformed, but to be dramatically changed. It's mind boggling. That's in their opinion. I still say it needs to be reformed and rebuilt from the ground up. Now, they're trying to say that uh, uh, police reform doesn't need to be done where you start from the ground up. But ladies and gentlemen, listen, I totally disagree. I think that the, uh, the um, police department, the law enforcement um, race soldiers need to be totally dismantled and started from the ground up. This is the only way, ladies and gentlemen, that you're going to totally get rid of the uh, biased, uh, um, bigotry and racism that exists in the uh, police department because we know that it was established through uh, the basis of um, slave catchers and and um, and uh, and uh, uh, biased uh, decisions that was made because they want to enforce laws against a, a certain group of people. So, no, for you to sit back here and, and give your opinion to the fact that it should not be, uh, you shouldn't totally dismantle the, the police department, ladies and gentlemen, that, that don't wash with me. You're not going to get that uh, um, across uh, intelligent black uh, individuals who know that if you don't um, tear down the entire building, Say this building was a, a hotel that was known for uh, uh, all type of illegal activities with, uh, with prostitution, with drugs, with this, with that, or whatever and whatnot. If you don't tear that building down, which is what they do, ladies and gentlemen, when they want to bring a new structure into existence, they, they totally get rid of the entire building the entire foundation or whatever that is and then they build up something new i think that's the same thing ladies and gentlemen that needs to happen to the police department all across the divided snakes of america with law enforcement uh period it all needs to be destroyed torn down taken apart dismantled and then start with something new and if you want to bring true transparency, if you want to bring true justice system for all American citizens, this is what you need to do. Okay? Now, with that being said, I'm going to get back to the Queen Amadai Shakur, but believe me, that statement that she just read about what he had to say, oh, no. I'm in total disagreement. It, it totally all needs to be abolished and started with a, a new foundation, ladies and gentlemen. That's just my personal opinion. And it absolutely is, but like I said, that's the way it goes in the divided snakes, honey. The police can do whatever they want, will or may, and there's always some type of law, loophole, or whatever, public outcry, you name it. Politicians, presidents, whatever, who will absolutely take for them and act like they're not supposed to be or responsible, because anything the police do is obviously everybody else's fault. They shoot a black person dead while they're unarmed, while they're fleeing the scene, well, it's their own fault, because they shouldn't have resisted. So that's just how it goes. The police get no accountability whatsoever. And uh, the only time they actually do is when one of them kills a white person. That's usually 
when they'll try to throw the book at them then. And not even throw the book. I won't say that because they don't give them the maximum that they should. They'll just give them at least some jail time or they'll get some type of consequences. And that's about the only time that occurs. Which means a slap on the wrist. So, and I can also tell you that when a white teenager does, you know, white teens uh, create the same scenario and then the police kill someone, I'm pretty sure they would not charge those white kids with first degree murder if they charged them with the murder at all, as far as manslaughter or whatever, but they definitely would not charge them with first-degree murder, which is crazy to me because that's clearly premeditated. So those two teens, though they went there, they intended to hurt one another. They had no intentions of hurting fanciability. So anyway, I would like to know your thoughts. Please leave some comments or whatever. Um, that's all. Thank you so much, Queen Amadai Shakur. Please, guys, check her show out. She's got several YouTube platforms <clears throat> where she uh, gives uh, true uh, points and, and narratives on the situations that is happening in the, these uh, uh, dying days of uh, 2021. That's right. You heard me say it, dying days, ladies and gentlemen. This stuff is not going to last and continue to go on uh, forever. All right, with, uh, with all that being said, I want to thank each and every one of y'all for tuning in to this episode of Let's Talk About It on Chilling with Teddy G. I want y'all to continue to do your social distancing, continue to wear your outer gear. Your new outer gear, ladies and gentlemen, should consist of uh, your face masks, your uh, face shields, your, your, your gloves, your shoe covering, because we're in a, a new normal. The no, old normal is gone. If you're not protecting yourselves from COVID-19, the Delta virus, uh, the African virus, the British virus, all these other new things that's out here, then you're denying yourself the uh, and your children the responsibility of doing all that you can to protect them from death. Because that's what this, these viruses do. They kill you. Okay? They don't know color. They don't know age. They don't have no discrimination. They kill at will. So do all that you can by taking care of your immune system, ladies and gentlemen, by eating the proper meals, taking the proper vitamins, eating the proper vegetables and fruits and nuts and berries and seeds and lemon and lemons and garlic and onions and your G-bombs, which is your greens. All of these are immune system builders, which will give you the best opportunity to keep a strong and healthy immune system will help you defend off these viruses. In the unlikely event that you may make catch COVID-19, you'll be able to get rid of it with little or no medication, ladies and gentlemen, because your immune system is doing what God designed it to do. With all that being said, I give y'all this information and I tell y'all these things because I love you. Loving you guys is my food. That's how Teddy G eats. I eat each, I eat each and every day off the love that I have for you guys. And until God grants me the opportunity to address you guys again, I bid each and every one of you peace, love, and soul.